welcome to a brand new episode of the Doctor Who podcast, Who's He, uh, with me, Phil. And me, Paul. And unfortunately, again this week, there is no Tony, um, unfortunately. Um, so, hello, Tony. So, yeah, I <laughs> yeah, not that he's going to listen I'm, to it anyway. But. Yeah, yeah, I don't think there's actually any point in us saying hello. He doesn't even actually boost our listening figures. No, he doesn't even do that for us. What a git. I think this is pretty much going to be the the shape of the review shows. To be perfectly honest, I think it's, I think it's just going to be us two, without Tony. Unfortunately, I would I'd like to have got his opinion on the how it's been going so far. But to be quite honest, I don't actually think he's seen any of them, has he? No, not not as far as I was aware when I spoke to him yesterday. Uh, so I think that this is this is why that usually when we do the monthly podcast, it, it really is introducing him to the world of who because he never really watches it even when it's on. So that's it's, it's, as I say, it's pretty much going to be the shape of things to come. So, um, so for today's one, it's um, our second uh, review show, and this week, obviously, we take a look at the latest episode of the new series, The Curse of the Black Spot. And did you notice there, Paul? I refrained from doing that in a pirate voice. Yes, I, I was seriously debating whether to do it in a pirate voice. And then you'd have regretted it when you listened back. I would have done, immediately. <laughs> Not I would have listened to it, as soon as I've done it, I would have regretted it. <laughs> as we all would have done. Yes, indeed. So, what did you think? If, you, if you'd like to kick off again. I know you started off last week, but we might as well um, sort of carry, um, carry on that re- with that regard. So, what, what did you think? Yeah, I think, to be honest, starting off with this... The first thought on this is you've just got to remind yourself this is meant to be a family stroke children's show. Yes. And I think last night's episode, or this episode, pretty much uh, reinforced that view. Yeah, it was... It's, it's difficult to describe it. Obviously, they, they couldn't have another episode like the previous two weeks. I yeah, it would have been too much for, as you say, a family audience to have to have taken on board. Yeah, um, but yeah, I'll get to my views sort of later on when when you when you said your piece. So we may agree, we may not. I'm not too sure. So um, yeah, carry on, carry on. Sorry. Um, no, yeah, it, it's it was it was just actually they tried first. I mean, the first what ten minutes of it. They just seem to get every pirate cliche in that they could. Mm. Um, from sword fights to walking the plank to uh, stowaways in the hold and treasure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It just there just did seem to be a case of well, if we're going to do a pirate one, when we've got to do everything that people would expect in a pirate one, mm. and. It was probably from that point of view, then just became very predictable, up until <laughs> yeah, well, um, the point of going to the other ship. Which, well, I, I mean, I know. Um, how can I sort of say it wasn't the romp that everyone was expecting? Because when you when people say pirates, you think it's going to be this. As we sort of briefly said in the last week's podcast, that pirate sort of stories can get a little bit pantomimey. Yeah, I mean, to be and this fair, wasn't, was it? No, I, th- I think everybody, I mean, fairly acted it straight. Yeah, perhaps with the exception of Matt Smith, who seemed to. Well, he was definitely actually, he, in this one. Hammed it up quite a lot. I he think. was definitely the more comedy role this week. Yeah, I know Rory was a little bit when he was being, you know, seduced by the siren, but really it was it was Matt Smith. Yeah. Which I, which I don't mind. I don't mind because, as, as we said previously, he's a good sort of comedic actor. Yeah, but there was just bits where um, you felt—I don't know—he was very much actually. The thing that actually came across that was slightly more aware of how young he is in the role mm. in this, which I haven't been. Which I think has been actually the market thing about him in this was that when he's got the role, it was all about how young he was going to be and how could someone that young um, be given the role. Yeah. Um, and the one thing was, actually, you, you didn't really notice that because he was so good in it. And he's so good in it. 
Well, yeah, because just he, this he, one, I think, just then did play to the the funny faces and the. Yeah, he wasn't playing the old man in the young man's body. No, so much this time round. There wasn't a couple of scenes when he was talking to um, the captain of the ship, Captain Avery. Yeah, when he was talking about you know it's lonely to travel sometimes. You know, the, what was it saying about about the you know the the adventure is sharing it with someone. Yeah. So there you sort of like drew on, you know, you sort of appreciate that he is um, an old man. But the rest of it, I don't know, they were sort of trying to do sort of like um, a romp, but it wasn't. It wasn't rompy enough. It wasn't one thing or the other as far as I was concerned. It was a little bit lacklustre. It was meh, I think it's the best way to, to, to put it. So that's how I feel anyway, I just thought it was a bit meh. Yeah, I mean, it, it just... It seemed to be that they tried to fit too much in at the beginning and too much in at the end. And not enough in the middle. And in the middle didn't really well, go they, anywhere. Well, they put in... They never they never really went through the characters either. No, they were just there, weren't you they? Never, yeah, you don't know anything more really about the captain as, as to why. I well, mean, all right, fair well, enough, it was the treasure and that, but not... But you didn't really understand was, why he gave up his commission in the yeah, Royal Navy. But, you know, Obviously, just, that greed that he, was that it. You know, yeah, greed. Yeah, that seemed to be the point, and as to why he'd never tried to go and see his family, or yeah, just and how bit. and how even the boy would have known how to find him if he's supposed to be a pirate. It says a lot that a. I was going to say we expected, we expected to believe that. Him. I was we expected to believe that that kid was hiding in that powder barrel for seven years. Yeah, or however long. Be, they yeah, supposed to have been since the last port, but which you presume would have had to have been in England for him hmm. to have. But I thought that the subplot about the captain's son was just shoehorned in. It wasn't necessary. Yeah, it, I suppose it was to give him something to 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 be to have lost for the fact of when they suggested that they injured themselves to be taken. But they didn't really, I know they were sort of trying to give some sort of redemption to the character with the fact that he was obsessed with you know gold and treasure. Yeah. And then when he lost his son, he realised that that was what was really important. Yeah. Uh, which again sounds like some American soap opera. Um, but again, if they could, could just played on the greed side of things, if he lost the treasure, that should have been. Oh my God, I've lost that. I've now I have nothing. I yeah. I've even got the, that anymore. I've lost my son. I've lost my wife. And now I haven't even got the treasure. So I don't know. Yeah. It, it just it just seemed a little bit shoehorned. It. I know I'm sort of being quite um, down on the episode. I mean, there was quite a lot. There was some good stuff in it. I thought Hugh Bonneville was good as the captain. Yeah, but then again, I haven't seen him in anything bad anyway. Also, sorry, say again, I haven't seen him bad in anything. That's the, that's a better way of putting it. Yeah, I mean, I don't, yeah, I think I think what we were saying last week is that it was become it could become pantomime. I don't mm. think it necessarily did. Um, certainly not from the actors playing the the pirates. Certainly didn't. No, not that um, you, they were around, around long enough for you to no sort of get to know them anyway. I mean, it did sort of become almost the well, it was really. The doctor and the captain, wasn't it? And that mm. was the the main part of this. Uh, and I suppose I don't know whether it was also meant to be a, an episode that shows the doctor's fallibility in the fact that he kept getting. Well, he didn't get a lot right this week, did he? No. I mean, not really until right at the end, when he realises that she's a a doctor, a medical. Yeah, sort of hologram program. Thing. Yeah, yeah. As opposed to uh, an alien that's killing people. Yeah, or whatever. Um, and that was about the first thing he got right. I mean, from uh, keep getting wrong how she. Yeah, why? Was what, you know, what, yeah, why she was traveling? Why she was? He, he thought originally she was after their blood. Yeah, and then it was Walter that was. Walter was the uh, portal, and then he realized, oh, no, yeah. that's wrong. It's actually. Any reflection, yeah. Um, which which brings me on to one of my problems with it. When they made such a big thing um, about the medallion that was hanging around um, 
Toby, the captain's son's neck. Yeah. A tiny little thing like that could let the the siren in. But when they smashed up all the mirrors There's, and yeah. all the glass, the, you still all got... the pieces would have been still big enough. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So that didn't really. No. Yeah. That, that I thought that didn't really ring true for me, unfortunately. And the uh, fact of when the ship's being thrown about in the storm, mm. then the water in the barrel wouldn't have been still. No, it wouldn't. Have <laughs> unless, been. unless that was on some sort of hydraulic dampener. <laughs> I didn't know they had them. So. Yeah, which is yeah, which has been quite a nice trick. <laughs> it would have been really, wouldn't it? <laughs> so, yeah, it, it was just some. Um, so there was a lot about it really did niggle me, um, but I, I, I think to begin, I'll, I'll start on the positive things uh, for me. A, I've already said that Hugh Bonneville was good um, as the captain. I thought Lily Cole was good, even though she didn't speak. Yeah. Um, she did look sort of suitably otherworldly. Yeah. She looks like that anyway. There, was, there wasn't a yeah. lot of... Um, yeah, I suspect that's more to do with casting than her ability. Exactly. So I think really she was suitably cast, Yes. Um, in all honesty. Um, and I thought Karen Gillan was good. I thought she was getting... Since this series started, she's got better and better. Yeah. She's not the shouty, annoying character that she was last series, which drew a lot of criticism. I mean, there's, there's bits of it, but I, I suspect that actually she also didn't have as much to do. I mean, other than the first opening, the sword sequence. Yeah. I like the. She the, had a lot more action than she had She speaking. did, yeah. But the, I like the reversal of the, um, the sword fight that you saw in The Vampires of Venice. Yeah. Um, where you were. In the, the Vampires of Venice, you have Rory with the. Well, basically, the broom handle. Yeah. And the bad guy with the sword, and this time it was the other way round. It was it was Amy with the sword, and and the pirates with the broom handle. And or, the idea, the mop, that, of course, they locked all their swords away. Yeah. For not, fear not, of not very well, apparently, because she just opened the chest up and yeah, and uh, pulled out a. Well, I, I um, suppose from the point of view of, of the fact that they all knew, no, none of them was going to try and take yeah. the sword because they knew what the consequences of. Injuring themselves while trying to. That's, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm probably being a bit overly picky um, in that sense, but you would have thought if they're going to chuck someone in the hold, you make sure you, 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 yeah, you keep you sharp, sharp it, but, yeah. instruments for away from you know. Yeah. But um, no, yeah, I can. I, yeah, that 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 probably is a point on that one. Yeah. But um, yeah, so that was that was quite good, and the fact of the thing when with Rory saying that. Um, the siren is the most beautiful woman he's seen, and Doctor saying to him, "You're in more trouble than yeah, her attacking you." <laughs> it was quite a good, quite a good bit. Um, so, and I mean, I suppose, and it was also after last week's one with the or last week's two-parter mm. with the fact of the issue was was she talking about Rory or was she talking about the Doctor to have an episode that sort of reaffirmed their belief in each other her mm, and yeah. Rory's belief in each other I suppose was was I suppose, necessary to stop that to give yeah, a that they, break they, into that they seem to be doing that quite a bit actually because you, you had last week's one when, when Rory was, was listening to um, Amy's conversation when she was with the silence, he could hear everything she was saying, yeah. and you, he couldn't quite. Is he talking? Is she talking about the doctor or him? Um, he assumed that she was talking about the doctor, and also the fact that she hadn't told him he, uh, she was pregnant. Yeah. Um, and again, this week they reaff- and they, they, and then she reaffirmed everything to him in those episodes, and then she, it, the same thing happened again this week. Yeah. So. Um, is that a shape of things to come? Is there meant to be some massive cat, you know, cataclysmic event that's going to drive them apart? Or don't know. Well, like death or something again. Again. Well, that, that <laughs> and that neatly dovetails into my next thing. Rory dies again, or or would have died. Or would or... have. Di- I mean, it's beginning to get like South Park. Mm. It really is. Oh my God! They've killed Rory. You know, I know he sort of like sprang to life at the end, um, but 
I mean, I mean that and, and that and went that, on that, too that, long. Yeah, that annoyed Mike. me. As, that annoyed me as well because um, I'm going to show off now. I am actually first aid trained, so I know how to do resus. And what they did on last night's episode was pathetic. They didn't even make any attempt to make it look like it would actually work. Yeah. Um, I know, again, I'm probably being overly picky because there's not really been many programs that have got resus right. Um, but if you're giving someone mouth-to-mouth and doing the chest compressions, when you're doing mouth-to-mouth, you've got to tilt the head back and hold the nose. Because, yeah. because a, a tilting the head back clears the airway, holds the nose, stops the breath escaping out of their nostrils as you're blowing, as you're blowing the air into their lungs. So what she was doing last night, he would have been dead, basically. <laughs> Amy would have... I mean, if that had been the real world, Amy would have killed Rory. So, yeah, that's it. Rant over. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's, yeah, it, yeah, it's just a bit... I don't know. It, did it necessarily need that? No, it didn't. It didn't need Rory other, to... Other than, other than the, to reaffirm... Reaffirm Actually, their I'm, belief I'm in each other. I'm almost going again. back to... Almost want to go back and revisit last last week's one, mm. and a phrase about dropped out of the sky, because I sus- I thought in the original sort of setup to this mm. that they'd known each other since children. Yeah. So you don't necessarily think of somebody you've known from since childhood to have dropped out of the sky. No, not really. So her saying that as a turn of phrase, I don't know whether that's just not well thought out writing yeah it does seem to be a little bit of a an error there in that or, but, or it, are we supposed to believe that she's just said that when she realised that yeah, he'd listened in yeah I don't, I don't know, know. Or maybe maybe that's how she she viewed him you know it was like when she first met it was practically he, he, he dropped out of the sky in, into her heart or something who knows I, I'm, I'm coming mm. over all sloppy now so Oh, no, no. Yeah, maybe, maybe, that's, maybe, that's, maybe, maybe that's, that was, there was the double meaning to it. I mean, yeah, the doctor yeah. did drop out of the sky, but maybe in her heart, Rory dropped out of the sky. Yeah, I no, no. Yeah, I can understand that. I can understand that. If somebody you could just meet, you could you could have that expression. Mm. But as I say, from the original setup of that of being somebody she's supposed to have met when they was children or something, wasn't it? Or am I remembering that wrong from the? Well, no, because she. Um... I don't remember rightly going back to the last series that she used to make Rory dress up as the Doctor. Yeah. When they were kids. Yeah, that's that's what I was that's what I was trying to remember. Mm. So I don't think you'd necessarily think of somebody you've known that long, and you wouldn't have had that sort of um, emotional attachment to somebody. No, it's that young. I think that's more of a phrase to, of somebody that you just meet. That just sounds like blue one day, really. <laughs> and instantly fall in love with, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. Um, just maybe, getting... maybe we're reading. It's something, something far, far, far too much into a, into into a, a family <laughs> stroke kids show here. Right, exactly. I'll we'll be coming to one off thing. We've got to remember this is a kids show. Right now, let's get down to. I oh, know. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually in the course of this conversation. I've turned into the one thing I hate, and that is an overly critical Doctor Who fan. Yes. Well, you know, but there, there was there when there, there was some stuff to enjoy, but there was a lot that annoyed me. You know, that that's why I think it was a bit of a meh episode. Um, but it did. I know it was sort of a standalone episode um, that was meant to be a bit more fun than the previous two. Obviously, there was no real relation to the previous two episodes, but there was there were still references to um, Rory and Amy keeping that secret from the Doctor. Yeah. You know, they know he's going to die. And the strange... Yes, the eye patch lady. Eye-patch woman, again, as to what is... Yeah, what, how what, is she... Yeah, what is her role in all of this? It, it, there, yeah. I don't know, it, it just sounds... What the comments she made last week and the comments she made this week, it, it's as if she's in a maternity ward. Yeah. With Amy... And Amy's sort of drifting in and out of consciousness. Again, I, I'm now again becoming the, the one thing I hate, and that that is coming up with ridiculous um, yeah. theories. But at the moment, that 
that sort of the, the dialogue sort of making you think that. Yeah, and the fact back to the scanner again and the yeah. positive negative. Yeah, I mean, is she, is she is she or isn't she? I mean, the TARDIS can't make up its mind. Yeah. So that yeah, that's uh, I think that's not going to be resolved until September. I've a I've a horrible feeling. I was just about to say something else. Going back to the going back then to the ending mm. as well on this. That was all a bit weak. That the the whole crew flew off in the other spaceship. Yeah. Now I I, I didn't mind the fact when the captain was when he first entered the TARDIS with the Doctor. Yeah. And the Doctor was he he was saying what does this do? What does that do? And the Doctor said, oh it's far too complicated. And and he said well yeah that's your well, basically, basically, that's the compass. That's how you steer it, same as any other ship. Yeah, because actually, the TARDIS seems to be made up of old instruments. So yeah. there would be bits there that would be, you would think, recognisable, even if they perhaps don't do what you'd expect. Mm. But then, but then, for I mean, I suppose at the ending, you're supposed to imagine, you know, time has passed, and you know, the Doctor's given the captain a, a brief rundown on how to fly the ship. Yeah. But it, it did seem a bit ridiculous, you know, you, you've you gone from a ship that sails the high seas um, to flying through space. Yeah, and they've all is, happily gone off on it. Yeah. Because actually, the only one who couldn't have returned to his own, their ship, was, would have been... Was Toby, the, the same. Yeah. Yeah. Because the other ones were just minor scratches, weren't they? Yeah. There wasn't actually anything physically wrong with them in terms of life-threatening or whatever. Now, again, this this sort of... I don't know if you could call it a continuity error um, or not. But when the cat said, oh, you know, what about my son? And Doc said, well, no, sorry, there's no, there's no hope for him. Once he's disconnected for that, it's only a matter of days before the, the typhoid kills him. Yeah. Now, if you skip back... Um, to the third series, um, to Daleks in Manhattan, when the Doctor comes up with that cure for that half pig man, yeah, who, who's basically dying, he can cure that, but he can't cure yeah. typhoid. Yeah. Now I know he's not meant to be a medical doctor, but he he's got the knowledge to do something. Yeah. And it just seems a little bit too oh well. Nah, sorry, I've given up on that one. I'm not going to interfere in natural course, but I'm going to let you fly off in a spaceship that we shouldn't be on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Seems a bit... And the other thing about that, if the kid can... Sorry, I'm, I'm really now picking holes in this. We've <laughs> both been doing that since it I started. I got carried away in the story, doesn't it? That I've actually sat there now and now picked through every single problem with it. Yeah. If the kid can be treated mm. or under medical help yeah. while sitting in the control flight deck bit yeah why couldn't they save the actual crew yeah I mean the premise of that I could have thought was oh well you know the crew couldn't actually be in the sick bay bit because they needed somebody to those two people the two crew that died there Mm. had to be there to fly the ship so couldn't be in the sick bay in the suspended but see again I think you're supposed to assume that the ship was in the position it was because they died at their posts. Yeah. But wouldn't you have th- thought, though, if if the medical program was that... Um, advanced. Ad- and well, no, I was going to say, that, that, that aggressive yeah. in curing anyone who so much as pricked a finger... Yeah, it would have stepped in. It would have whipped those two into the sick bay. Yeah. So, I mean, again, you know, as, as you say, we, we are probably just being a little bit too... a bit too picky... And I think this actually is a, is is a indication as to how little the story actually gripped. Because I think with if you wanted to pick holes, last the last the uh, weeks and the week before's two parter mm. had probably a lot more problems you could pick in 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 where the story didn't quite follow. Well, I think that I think with with that, but, there's, but more, there's more happy. to come. You know, there's more you're to come with that story. To, to pass it up, and I'm sure there's been other episodes that have been in that way. I think it's only because I'd, I'd start. Well, we've started 
in in our own um, in our own way, re, you know, reviewing each episode as it comes out and thinking about what am I going to say? I suppose. Yeah, I think um, it, it's more to the point that we that's why we're being a bit more sort of picky than we usually would be. If you if you just usually watch the episodes and then we speak about it like, oh, did you see Doctor Who at the weekend? Yeah, and it's just like a brief conversation, and that's it. End of. But but, but now think- we're actually sort of reviewing it and and paying attention to the story. A bit, probably a bit more close than we normally would do. That's probably why we've, we've probably been a little bit overcritical. Yeah, I mean, and, and that's getting back to my first comment: is you've got to remember it's a kids' program. It is, yeah. And they've always every every series has had the um, sort of offbeat, slightly comedy one. But again, each each series also had its or childish one. Well, it's also had its. I would say childish or or it's bad episode. Yeah. If you go back to you know David Tennant's second, um, sorry, his first series, and which actually you know, fear, the ones fear, that fear are her probably... and um, Love and Monsters were. I mean, okay, Love and Monsters actually probably grown on me as time's gone on, but Fear Her, I've I watched once when it was on the telly, and I watched it for complete completeness sake um, when I got the DVD box set, and I haven't watched it since because I think that episode is. Diabolically awful. I was going to say that. Say that. Was it was complete sake, or was that a complete mistake? Yeah. <laughs> I, actually, I'll go for the latter. <laughs> so, yeah. No, and and you can actually see those episodes probably actually are probably more aimed at younger members. Anyway, and I think it's probably yeah. those episodes that we would find. Well, the trouble is, I don't know anyone who likes those episodes at all. Don't know how many young children you've spoken to. <laughs> well, I can, I, can, I can only speak about... Not that I've spoken to any, I must admit. Well, no, exactly. Point, um, um, I don't have any kids of my own, but I've spoken to my um, you know, my niece, who's watched yeah. Doctor Who since it came back in 2005, and um, it's not one of her favourites either. So, See, so it hasn't got many fans. It really no. hasn't. And it makes you wonder how many fans there will be of this particular story. Oh, probably quite a few, because I, I, I suspect um, if I was, when I was nine or ten, yeah, the whole piratey bit of it would have definitely have appealed to me. Yeah. Um, and well, I say, the, 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 quite I've, wrapped up into it. Yeah, I mean, once I mean, once we finish this, re- this review, there is a, a sort of second part to this, this podcast where we talk about um, viewers and everything. Um, so I, I think we'll come back to that. When we come to, onto the onto the next bit, um, there's a couple other things about the story. One was again going back to the TARDIS. Um, why did it behave so strangely? Why was it taken on board the ship as practically as an injured party? Yeah, I I think the premise of that was that it was meant to have been. It was stuck. It itself was stuck between the two time periods or whatever because they had come it had come it picked up the distress signal of the other ship yeah but had landed on the pirate ship and whether then it was having difficulty locating where it was starting from it could have been it, it just seemed, it just seemed on both occasions I've watched it and you're probably more right than I am um, you know now now you've Sort of gone back to the sort of like the, the two objects occupying the same space, and you know the TARDIS didn't know where it was. But to me, it just looked like, well, is there something up with the TARDIS also that's made it being yeah. taken on board? In, in, and it landed in the medical bay, not just anywhere on the ship. It landed in the medical bay. I suspect that was just more for they didn't have to build another set. Probably, <laughs> probably. And it just made it easier to take the the bit about taking Rory. Directly into the, the tar- yeah. into the TARDIS, yeah. But um, again, again, it was um, the story. To me, was very. It, it seemed familiar um, to the empty channel Doctor dances, where you've got like a, an alien medical system nursing injured humans. The only way it knows how. Yeah. I know it's not identical in story because the. the the empty child, it, it had that what it thought was a, an imprint of a human being, and then it tried to anyone it came into contact with, it tried to map that onto them. 
yeah. or did map that onto them. It thought it was repairing injured people by yeah. making them the same as the... Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But, and this was sort of... I know it wasn't in sort of repairing them all the same way, but it was repairing the only way it knew how. It, it couldn't actually cure them of anything. It was just keeping them alive. Yeah. I mean, the other thing about the TARDIS, actually, was was the fact that I wouldn't have thought the, the Doctor would have abandoned the TARDIS if he thought it was um, dematerialising anyway. Yeah, as if... Surely I mean, it's got to be easier to work out a solution from inside than it is when you don't outside. know where it's gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that... that... Well, I did, I did like the fact that when they ended up in the medical bay... The captain runs to his son, she runs to Rory, and he, he runs, runs to the, the TARDIS. TARDIS. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did, I did actually, like that I bit, actually. It's quite, they're yeah. running to their loved ones, sort of thing. And, and another quite... thing I noticed on... Um, I'm sure this is an absolute sort of pure coincidence, that the... I know since the news, this Matt Smith took over and we've had the new TARDIS and with the new exterior and interior, Yeah, that the sound effects for the interior it's been a mixture of the old um tar- the old the old tardis hum as yeah. they call it from the original series and the new tardis sort of background noise from you know from the new series but what i don't know if, if you still got it to, to you know to hand to watch but when they're inside the tardis this time all you can hear is the old console room you can't right. hear the the new sound effect mixed in there at all. It was purely the the old TARDIS hum. Right. And I'm saying pu- purely, I mean purely that was it was probably just you know nothing to do with the story, anything was about to happen. But I just think it was it was quite good just to hear the, the old TARDIS hum in, in its entirety without anything mixed over the top of it. Well, I suspect we're getting back to this story. It didn't really grip you, did it? It didn't. No. <laughs> and I'm and I'm and. Going back to that, I must be honest, the first time I watched it, I wasn't really paying that much attention. Yeah. I was sort of I was doing something else on my on my laptop and I was looking up and, and sort of going back to my laptop again and it's probably a good idea. I did watch it a second I wanted to watch it a second time anyway because um last week's episode we did the recording practically after the episode had finished. Yeah. So I and I did miss a lot out, A, because I, I didn't mention anything about the eye patch lady. I completely forgot to mention that. And there was a couple other things I completely forgot to mention. So I'm, I'm, sort, I'm sort of glad she, she reappeared this week. Actually, if you want a, a, a useless bit of theory, 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 theory I can't say yeah. it, theory, the, should I start that again? No, I don't know. Yeah, go, go, start again. You might be best. <laughs> um, useless theory. The whole point of this makes me wonder. The thing about the ship saying about, oh, two things, and his quick explanation of two things occupying the same space in different dimensions and mm. whatever, is that going to lead to the explanation of the woman with the patch? It could be. And could this, be. that, in its way, was its own little preparing you for I I, I really do believe that, that. This, this whole series is going to mess with your mind. To it be really honest, is. actually, the thing the thing with the patch and the woman, I actually don't think it necessarily needed it this week. I think, actually, getting away from it, it wouldn't have hurt from them if they was going to do a completely standalone episode. They could have literally left it as a standalone episode. I don't necessarily know. Well, Did I, it really I, need that as a... I don't know, because obviously what, what, they, what we'd witnessed and, and Amy and Rory witnessed in the previous two episodes it is... You know, it's pretty serious, and I think to ignore it completely, story-wise, would have been a little bit foolish. Mm, I just don't. I just don't know whether it just really. Because you know, to, to completely forget about the fact they watched the Doctor die properly. Yeah. Oh, I can I don't think that you could have ignored that. Maybe, yeah, maybe you could have done without the eye patch lady again. That's what, that, that's actually the bit I'm talking about. Yeah, immediately I, I after. Right yeah. then, at the end, saying you know stuff like, "Oh, we can't tell him," and whatever, and yeah. there's a bit of the glance of the two of them looking at each other when he says, "We've all got to die sometime." When she yeah. says, "Be careful," as they're going to the TARDIS. Yeah. 
and her and Rory look at each other. Yeah, no, I think that 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 works. It's just actually, I just thought that was just in there, just to, just to remind people, oh, there's something else really happening in this series, and you might don't forget about this yeah. sort of thing. Rather than actually, this is progressed well, anything or well, they didn't really go into it um, so as much as RTD would have done. Because every no. single, I mean, every single, I mean, the first series, Bad Wolf was mentioned right from the off. I mean, what and, you, and you were just looking out for the next mention of Bad Wolf. The second series, every episode of Torchwood mentioned in it. I mean, what this is actually reminded me of is the the appearance of Rose Tyler that led up to. Um, now that that was done actually uh, quite. Back, yeah, that was, was subtle. Actually, that was quite yeah. subtle. To be honest, and this is sort of what they're trying. It seems to be what they're trying to do there. But then you get the feeling that are they just repeating it for the sake of repeating it? I, I hope it, not. It, I hope it not. Didn't, it didn't seem to take the the <clears throat> plot any further, other than oh, she's obviously still mm. having. It wasn't just in that to say. Oh, it wasn't just in that house mm. that happens to her or happened to her, but. It did seem to be totally out of place and not necessarily adding anything. I'm sure there are points before we get the reveal of who she is where they could have used it again, where it wouldn't have jarred quite so much. Could have been. Could have done. But again, it would seem to be Amy was asleep when this happened this time. Yeah. That 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 is one thing that was different to last time because she was... Well, was... We're assuming she was awake walking around that children's home. Yeah. And saw her behind the door. But this time she was asleep. So, again, is it sort of... I don't know. I, I really don't want to sort of try and think about it too much, to be honest, because I might end up disappointing myself. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the thing. Yeah, it's not that... It, it's interesting, but it just it just did jar with me. It just seemed to be a bit in there as if... Oh, we've got this really good story coming up, and we're just going to keep reminding you to keep watching. Mm. It was almost like putting a next time trailer in, in the middle of this episode. Yeah, it was really. That's how. That's what it felt like to well, me. I was to say, speaking of the the next time trailer, um, I'm not obviously not going to go into too many details um, because whoever's listening to this, if if anyone has sort of switched off the telly or turned over before the next time trailer came on. Uh, yeah, you made it, it somebody who doesn't like who doesn't like seeing those. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, but it does look rather interesting. Yes, that's all I can say. It does look very interesting. And I'm beginning to wonder if there's going to be some of those questions raised from the previous series and this series are going to be answered. Yeah. And it's the one I'm yeah. looking forward to because it's written by Neil Gaiman, who's a very very good fantasy writer. So. Um, I'm yeah, and very, I must, very yeah, much I am, looking forward to that. I am looking forward to this one, next week's one more than I'm. I was looking forward to uh, the current episode. Yeah, because I mean, pre- previously, if if I was really looking forward to it, um, I would have watched it when I got home from the pub last night. But I didn't. I waited till this morning to watch it, and then I watched it again this afternoon. Yeah. Um, as I was, was we were saying, please excuse us, listeners. We're, we're going back to a private conversation we had last night. But basically, what I was saying was, in the first series, um, when Dalek was on, we were out that night, and I couldn't wait to get home and watch the episode. So I watched it at about half past twelve at night. I just couldn't wait to watch it. Um, yeah. But this time, I wasn't that fast. No. And it's not a reflection of the fact that, oh, you know, I'm going off Doctor Who. It wasn't that at all. It was just this particular story didn't set my imagination going. I've never been a big fan of pirate films anyway. Um, so, yeah, that, that, was, that was, you know, that was it really. I wasn't so overly fussed about watching it immediately. I, I could wait for this one. Yeah. I mean, as pirate stuff went, it wasn't, it wasn't too bad. I mean, it wasn't, it was, it was well acted. The set was good. And everything from yeah. that point of view, and it wasn't over the top in pantomime as I'd feared last week. No, that's right, that's right. It, it, um, it, it did surprise me on that front, anyway. 
Actually, probably the biggest disappointment was the fact that it wasn't that. It would have been nice if they was going to go back and do something set in the past mm. that they actually had made a, a reasonably attempt at a st- historical episode. Because actually, it didn't necessarily matter that it was pirates from that. It could have been a 20th century yacht. It could have been, yeah. And the story would have been exactly the same. Maybe about the treasure. <laughs> about the treasure, well. Yeah. Well, you never know. They could have substituted it with something else, like um, drugs. Uh, yeah, <laughs> exactly. A drugs yacht. It could have been, yeah, exactly. It could have been anything, couldn't it? It could have been. It, it, it didn't necessarily need to be set in the past. Mm. The fact that it was. And then it had a very futuristic solution. Yeah, which again could, have been, a, could to... have been applied at any point in time, really. Yeah. So it would have been nice having gone back and done a fairly historical yeah. one if they'd actually made use of the fact that it was historical. Yeah, as I say, it could, have been, than... could have been anywhere. Could have yeah. been anywhere. So... Well, okay. I think um, I don't think we. I mean, I certainly haven't got anything further to add to last night's episode. Um, no, I'm probably just going to nitpick more. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I, I think we should sort of quit while, while we're ahead, really. Um, or it's behind. I don't know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but going back to um, and this leads on to the, the sort of the second topic of conversation for uh, for this week is going back to the viewers and what you were saying about it's a family show stroke kids show the the big thing that's been going on since the series come back is viewing figures now actually, I don't, going I, back I, onto that one sorry going back to the kids thing and yeah. whatever family show actually probably re- uh, brought home as much by the start of um, Doctor Who Confidential that followed mm. which was the bit for 9 to 11 year olds to write a yes story. yeah that's right which was you suspect was exactly their target audience for that episode. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't even why. like a like a, a, a pre confidential trailer. It was it was actually part of the program, wasn't it? Yeah. And you suspect that that's why that it was done for that episode because they knew that was their going to be their target audience for that episode. Mm. Anyway, yeah, yeah, sorry. Right. I, no, 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 that's fine. No, so no, it was actually quite a, a very good point actually because um, the previous two episodes, the pay the, the the papers in the UK have been sort of latching on to the fact that the viewing figures haven't been that great this series. And when they keep comparing it to last year when we had a new Doctor, and I think it was probably an unfair comparison because you had a new Doctor yeah, and everyone wanted to see what he was like. Um, whereas this year, okay, it, both the episodes fell on a bank holiday. Yeah, which is unusual. I mean, I know it usually starts on the Easter bank holiday. Yeah, well, we've had a particularly late Easter this year, haven't we? Yeah. Um, coming and right at the very end of nice April. weather. Yes, again, which is... <laughs> England. Which is, yeah, which is very, very unusual. So that's always going to knock um, viewing, viewing figures. On the night, though... Um, yeah. They, they haven't taken consideration that, that a lot of people these days, they will um, watch it on iPlayer or they will Sky Plus it. Yeah. Or whatever um, other sort of media, sort of uh, medium you've got. Media's out there available. As yes, well. there are. Yes, I don't want to sort of <laughs> advertise Sky. They do enough of that on their own. Thank you very much. Um, yeah. So you know, to, to, to keep bringing up the viewing figures all the time is, is absolute nonsense. But they just seem the papers seem to be hell bent on a ruining the show before it's on with the spoilers and the constant speculation and you know, yeah. and a, and a, a our who insider said, you know, and usually ends up being absolute nonsense. Um, but now they sort of like now the series has started, they've latched on to the, the viewing figures thing, isn't it? It's almost like, oh, see, told you it wasn't going to be as good this time round. And it's it's really horrible journalism and it's lazy journalism as well, yeah, for that matter. Um, but the viewing figures for last night went up by a million. Yeah, and I think so. Maybe what you what you were saying about family show, kids show that particular story last night was more family friendly, I suppose. Yeah, it's probably, probably more accessible for the for the casual viewer. 
Yeah, and probably because yeah, because people. Well, see, I don't know though, because I don't know if you're the casual viewer, whether you realise that that's going to be a a non-story arc um, episode, if you know what I mean. Yeah. But, so, but again, it wasn't a bank holiday. The weather wasn't that yeah. fantastic last night. Yeah, I suspect that's got more to do with it. The fact that actually, the two bank holidays in England, two bank holiday weekends were both four-day weekends. Yeah. Three days in between, a lot of people just took that as one whole long week. Yeah. Uh, but th- and thus weren't well, around to watch. No, that's right. But I think the other thing to, to, to take into consideration as well, that modern-day audiences are completely different um, to what they were when Who was in its heyday. Yeah. Because then you had... You only had three TV channels, and you only really had... BBC One and ITV doing anything sort of family orientated, and Saturday Night Television was it was big business in the seventies. Yeah, it really was big business. You had that's when all your your big hitting programs and stars were on. Yeah, the likes of Morecambe and Wise and the Two Ronnies and and Doctor Who. Um, I'm trying to think of the other things. Basil Brush again, kid stuff, but it was all it would build up, wouldn't it? You had it started yeah. off with like Basil Brush straight after Grandstand, um, then you'd have Doctor Who, then it would start getting a bit more sort of towards it. Sort of continue with the family stuff with like Jim will fix it, yeah. Then it would get into the game show thing with like the Generation game, and then it would start getting. But as the evening went on, it, it would become more and more adult, yeah. So sort of like, well, yeah, that's the kids stuff out the way with Basil Brush or something would be the Pink Panther show wouldn't it if I've seen to remember rightly um, then followed by Doctor Who which is sort of kid stroke family then it would become more family oriented yeah. then it then would be right kids have gone to bed now now we now Dunican on now, but yeah exactly yeah actually um, that would probably send a lot of adults to sleep. but now there were a lot more um, but then there were no distractions there were no computer games there was no internet or anything like yeah, that. So they, had, they literally the, the, did have a captive audience, but now there's so many other things to do. The programmes were actually a whole family will sit down and watch together. Yeah, and those days have long gone. Yeah. Unfortunately. Um, you know, there's no such thing as um, as a event television anymore. No. But getting... I mean, the viewing figures used to get then, it was in like the, the double figures, you know, it was like you know, 10, 12 million, probably more. Um, but now, it's because so many distractions, and, and plus the fact because people can watch it later, Yeah, the viewing figures on the night are bound to be um, yeah, a little I bit lower. Viewing, but, but if you compare them, just... well, exactly, they keep lashing on to it, but if you compare it to the viewing figures, to the programmes preceding well, and following Doctor Who, well, I, I think you'll find Doctor Who got, has got the lion's share. I think you'll find also, actually, the thing about Doctor Who is it it could probably cope fairly well, continue fairly well on, with smaller viewing figures than most other programmes because actually, what it does in terms of outside of... Of the worldwide sales. Yeah. Of the DVDs, merchandise, yeah, magazines, figures, whatever. That's right. But is, I mean, I was, was going to say... Because it is where its popularity is. I mean, if yeah. you want an indication that it's still a popular show, it's there, so... Well, I mean, you'd have to go to um, also promoting this series and the previous series was how big it is in America now, or, or should I yeah. say North America? Yeah. You know, because you've got Matt Smith doing interviews um, on American chat shows. I mean, yeah. it's only something like the Craig Ferguson show, which isn't as big as something like. Uh, I don't actually know if Jay Leno's still going. He's, he's packed in now, is he, Jay Leno? But so, say something like Let, Let, Letterman. Yeah, you know, it's not as big as that, but he's still it's still an impact out there, and the fact that um, you've got well, the fact that it's registering at all. Well, the set. I mean, um, I'm okay. I'm plugging another podcast here, Radio Free Scaro. Um, they watched old episodes of Doctor Who on public service television. That's yeah. how they got to see it. But since the new series has come back, and and because the first series was a co-production with um, the Canadian Broadcasting Company. Yeah. It, it became big in, in, in sort of North America, in particular Canada. But now you've got BBC America started to show it, and now they're actually showing it more or less at the same time as it's aired in the UK. 
Yeah. It just goes to show how big Doctor Who is. So you, you're quite right in saying it could stand on its own. I mean, also, also from that, actually, the reason why I think probably they've got to show it quite quickly is because of the, the modern way people can actually watch stuff now. If you don't broadcast something reasonably shortly after it's been broadcast in one country, everybody who's really interested in that has seen it. What well, exactly? I mean, the internet ruins it, doesn't it? Yeah. It ruins it for everyone. Um, so, yeah, you're right. They've, they... Well, not as the case may be. I mean, it may be a case well, that's the thing you, without, you can... without the internet and without that, it may not have taken... Yeah. I mean, you can you can choose to not read all the spoilers on the internet. Yeah. Um, but it, it, I as must I admit... Yeah, and I, I mean, I, I do as well, but it is a temptation. And it's, yeah. a, it's a temptation that some people can't resist. So... You know, airing it almost immediately in a different country, in a different continent, for that matter, um, is probably in the show's best interest. Yeah, and the fans as well. Yeah. Well, I think that's that's the case, isn't it? I mean, they've had to do it in this country now with the big American series that have uh, plot lines that go through many episodes and whatever. Yeah. Because otherwise, if they're not shown pretty quickly then people have either seen them or uh know what's happened yeah before they see them because they can't avoid finding out i think stuff like lost and that was shown at some time like four in the morning here wasn't it to yeah that's right yeah it being shown in america or whatever it's it's something i never watched no i didn't either to be honest so Um, um I think the only sort of American show I really got into in recent was Battlestar Galactica, which I thought was absolutely fantastic. Yeah, which I never saw actually. I don't. Yeah, no. Like you really. There's some programs I just sort of start to, and you think stuff. So, I just really haven't. Don't know if I've really got the time to commit. Yeah, it, to, I mean, there's something else to watch that's gonna. All I can fit. say is, all I can say, if you get the chance to watch it in its entirety, um, do so because it is, yeah. it is absolutely fantastic. It really is. Sometimes with them sort of things, you tend to think, oh, I won't bother, and if everybody starts raving about it, then I'll actually go and buy the DVD box set. Yeah. Um, I can then watch it as and when I need to, rather than yeah. having to remember to... Well, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, that, that, I mean, for me, that was must-see TV. For me, that was, that was probably the last event television for me personally. You know, it was... I had to watch each episode. It was... Yeah. You know, as soon as it came out, it was absolutely fantastic. But, uh, I've but, also got patient with advert TV adverts in TV. I don't know. I don't know if this is particularly a a British thing with the BBC and not having adverts. The well, I, yeah, I must I must admit, cause, cause I, yeah, because obviously, sort of cable TV or satellite TV it, it is exactly the same as, as as US television, and it's constant adverts. You know, you know, as soon as the the, the credits have rolled, there's yeah. adverts. I'm more likely to watch something on the. BBC than I am on even ITV. Yeah, and I do give something a chance just because. Well, that's the thing because if if Doctor Who was on ITV or one of the the satellite or cable channels, I would probably more inclined to record it and yeah. then fast forward through all the ad breaks. Yeah, or it'd be something that I'd then end up buying the DVDs for. Yeah, can watch as a without having to. So all I can say is thank God for the license fee. <laughs> yeah, I mean, take, there's a lot of sticks said about it, but, yeah, but I do think it's... Uh, you do get unbroken television yeah. without some company trying to hawk its, uh, hawk its wares to you. Yeah. But, uh, well, okay. Um, yeah, so that's us sort of slagging off all the papers and... Um, and the, <laughs> well, we've done we commercial TV. So and commercial really TV, make... exactly. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's... Uh, <laughs> Oh, Christ, we're burning some bridges tonight, aren't we? <laughs> um, um, yeah. If we, if we ever was looking at this as being a starting to the media, I think we've just killed yeah, off. Yeah, I think we have. <laughs> well, actually, I, think we can t- I think you can tell, though, by listening, that this is not the start of a great glistening glist- uh, media career. No, it's not. It's not. <laughs> we're, we're sort of... We're not even feeding. I can't even say that we're biting the hand that feeds us. We're not even doing that. We're just biting any hand that comes in front of us, really. So... But uh, anyway, I must mention um, a little callback to um, last week's episode where we mentioned um, Elizabeth Sladen and whether they're going to air the remaining episodes of 
the Sarah Jane Adventures that you know yeah. been recording they're in the can. Yeah. Well, um, there's been some developments on that front, um, and I'm not going to so going to grunt too much detail because basically the, the story that was released in the Sun, um, which has never been let, let's put it reliable for its facts. Yeah. They um, put in their sort of in their paper that they will be aired. Um, and they're going to sort of finish the stories off and then air them in the autumn or whatever. But then um, Phil Fold, who's sort of more or less like the head writer for the show, tweeted that is absolute nonsense. No, right. de- no decision has been made on that whatsoever. And at the moment, they have got no plans. Now, unless that's changed since I last read that story, again, I could be doing yet another update next week. But... Um, it, it has been. This could have a continuous story after it could, our it podcast. Could, could, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it, it was immediately debunked by Phil Fold. So can you can you somehow at this point intimate that you're peering through a little hatch while you're giving us this information? <laughs> I've actually wearing an eye patch as well at this particular point. Oh, you just got that for the pirate episode, though, didn't you? Oh, yeah. Oh dear, dear. I was going to go hire them, but I'm glad I didn't. <laughs> oh no, I just have. Oh come on, we could have a, a, a podcast about pirates without at least one hire, could we? No. Well, no, we, we could have done. We've now had two. <laughs> <laughs> um, and also, that um, Elizabeth, you reminded me of this. What, what's on BBC Four starting to yeah. the evening? Yeah, uh, they're showing. As you know, do you want to say? No, go for it. Go for it. It's your news. <laughs> They're showing the, well, the, the four parts to her last episode as the Doctor's companion, and uh, it's a shame that actually it has to be something like this that makes the BBC crack open the old episodes. To be honest, well, but, yeah, precisely. There you go. But anyway, so. Yes, yeah, so that the hand anybody, of fear, the hand of fear, yeah, it's always anybody in, for... in watching uh, in the UK to make a note of watching that over the next two days. Yes, and it's also the remastered version as well, not the original broadcast version. So it will be a nice, uh, nice clear, crisp picture. Yes, for once. So all your HD box, not that it's actually broadcast in HD, but it, it would look better anyway. It would look better. Yeah, it'd be nice if they put it on the BBC HD channel, really, but there you go. Actually, I must, I must have a look to see if it is, because sometimes they do... Um, Show stuff sh- that isn't... Yeah. yeah, so you never know. You never know. I might have to have a, might have to have a look, because I was looking at the um, next week's TV guide, and it said that um, Doctor Who is on at 6pm next, um, next Saturday. But right. when, when it was announced at the end of last night's episode, it's actually on at 630 yeah. So it looks like all the um all the all the magazines trying to preempt what's on next Saturday night have got that completely wrong. Mm. Um and they also made no mention next Saturday's also Eurovision night as well. Oh, good. That's something to look forward to, isn't it? It's interesting then that they've put it on it's on later rather than earlier. Hmm. Unless they normally, unless normally it misses it, in some years it's even missed it, hasn't it? Well, maybe they, maybe they're going to put on a double episode of Scare the Hair. <laughs> maybe. <yeah. laughs> Again, mm, that's something to look forward to, isn't it? Dear I mean, that could have some, also have something to do with the viewing figures. That actually, Doctor Who is not picking up a lot of audience from the previous program. <laughs> well, I. I reckon sort of scare the hairs actually getting better viewing better viewing figures than it ought to be because I think that for the last five minutes people are switching over to BBC One and all of a sudden their their figures shoot up from like two hundred thousand to five million or something ridiculous like that. Oh dear, please please don't let that be a basis to renew it. Yeah, <laughs> dear oh dear. Okay, well I think on um, on that note I think that's pretty much it for for this. Um, for this episode, we've gone from Doctor Who to scare the hair. Yes. I think that's a good time to finish before we sink any lower. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, um, hopefully we'll, we'll be back next week um, with a review of, which looks to be an exciting story, as let's hope it is, uh, The Doctor's Wife, um, whatever that means. 
So I hope it's not as literal as it sounds. No. Because that would um, shed a whole new lot on the, on the River Song saga, but there we go. But anyway... Yeah. Um, well, we've had the Doctor's daughter, we've got the Doctor's wife, wife I mean, now. Wife, doctor's son. Waiting for the brother-in-law and... <laughs> second His second cousin. cousin. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've got we had the Doctor's granddaughter. Yes. If we go back nearly 50 years, so... Um, yes. So anyway, so um, till till next week, um, it's goodbye from me, Phil. And me, Paul. Goodbye. Goodbye.